What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of An Unemployable Mindset. As usual, I'm here with uh, Jaden, Bree, and Trevor, and I'm Jake. Uh, we're doing something a little different on the podcast today. We're having a special guest, Mr. Maximilian Miller. A uh, really, really good friend of ours and mentor. Uh, always been, he's, you know, he's crushing it uh, on his entrepreneurship journey. So today we're going to ask him some questions about uh, kind of what that journey looks like and, and what he's done. So Max, I'll let you start it off with, uh, you know, a little background information, a little bit about you before we start uh, asking some questions. Awesome. Thanks for the introduction, Jake. I uh, just want to first and foremost say I really appreciate you guys uh, allowing me to be on this podcast to share my story and help inspire and empower a bunch of other entrepreneurs that are listening to this podcast right now. But what I'll go ahead and do is I'll start off with my story, how I got involved into the industry of entrepreneurship. And, you know, that just essentially kind of stems from after high school. At that point, uh, yeah, after high school, what I ended up doing was going straight to college to pursue firefighting. And at the time that I was going to college for about three and a half years, I was also working at McDonald's. And, you know, that was kind of the first, first step into just studying public education systems, getting involved in college, having my first job, and just essentially into the workforce in general. And, you know, ended up graduating college, left McDonald's to pursue better opportunities. So I started actually digging into biomechanics, kinesiology, and that's when I got on board as a personal trainer for about a year and a half. But What's crazy is eight months into that personal training gig, that's when my entire life shifted from just one text message from one of my friends I used to go to college with. Uh, my friend's name is Tyler, and he ended up sending me a text message one day explaining to me a business opportunity that he got into. And, you know, like the typical millennial, 21-year-old, what I ended up doing at first was shutting the idea down because I was skeptical. But what I slowly started realizing is I just became very self-aware of the situation that I was in in my life. And I realized that I couldn't be broke and skeptical at the same exact time. It just doesn't make sense and it doesn't add up. So I chose to be open-minded, study information on the industry, educate myself on entrepreneurship and just the changes that are occurring in society and the economy to this day. And I got started with my first business venture. And in my first business venture, when I first got started, for about the first four months, I personally didn't really take it too seriously. Ended up just looking at it more as a hobby rather than an actual entrepreneurship business, right? So ended up going to my first international convention about eight months, no, about six months into the company. And then that's where my paradigm shift occurred. Two months after that, I ended up completely just giving away all my job security, left my career as a personal trainer to pursue entrepreneurship full time. And that's really when it ended up just, it went downwards from there. And we ended up actually just resigning from our prior company, leaving everything behind to pursue a company that we're with now because we saw, we saw a bigger vision. We saw a bigger goal. We didn't see just money and dollar signs flashing. We saw an actual way to go out there and impact a bunch of other people, hundreds if not thousands of people all across the globe with just the industry of investments, the industry of marketing, the industry of online social media, internet businesses. And we went full force with that. So for the last eight months, we've been with an educational platform to teach people how to trade in the foreign exchange market and in cryptocurrency as well in the market. But just entrepreneurship in general, just having the ability to have time, freedom, money at the same time, do what you want, when you want, where you want, with whoever you want to do it with, and take the lid off of your lifestyle so that way you can have unlimited growth within your life. And that's what it really stems down to is taking the lid off of every single thing that you do in your life and raising the bar higher each and every time. And that's our overall journey. 
and goal of what we're doing right now with the squad that we've developed is to empower, enrich, and educate the masses. So that's just a little bit about my story, my background, and how I got involved in entrepreneurship. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> cool. well, now, so. now you guys know Maximilian Miller. Um, we're going to ask him a few questions. We all prepare some questions um, about your first year in entrepreneurship. So I guess I'll kick it off. Um, how has your mindset changed um, from when you started your entrepreneurship journey to now? So my mindset, my mindset, <laughs> my mindset has shifted dramatically since I first started. So when I first started in the entire industry, I was on a way lower frequency than what I'm on right now. And, you know, this was just due to the fact that when I first started, I did not implement any books. I did not implement personal development or trying to increase my mindset. All I was focused on was the how to's, never the why's or the you know, just the breakdown of kind of how the psychology works behind your brain that essentially reprograms it into the mindset that you need to become successful, right? Because mm -hmm. what at first my mindset was, you know what, I'm going to get to this certain success and then I'm going to start personal development because that's what successful people do. And then it shifted in, into an aspect where I realized, you know what, these people got to that success because they first shifted their mindset. So when I first started, you know, I was, I was 21, typical kid still just chasing money, um, essentially just partying all the time, having people over, you know, for a little bit of business, but then we would get sidetracked. We, we weren't focused. We didn't have a vision. We had a ton of sight on what it is that we wanted to do because it was right in front of us, but we did not have a vision, right? So my mindset now has shifted to a point where you start to realize all these other laws going on, the law of attraction, the law of association, and essentially just trying to become a better version of yourself each and every day. Don't ever try to become something that you're not. Always take the person that you are and just mold yourself into a better version of yourself and allow personal development to start. And for a lot of you guys that haven't necessarily picked up your first book yet, right after this podcast is done, go get your first book. Go pick it up. If you have an audio on your phone that somebody sent you, or if you don't have one yet, go get it, right? So it all stems down to just picking up that first book. But the mindset itself needs to shift for you to have success. Yeah, you got you gotta work out your mind as much as you do any other muscle in your body. Yeah, true. Exactly, because look at it like this: like you need an external growth stimuli to grow your muscles, right? And that's what I learned through being a personal trainer. But a lot of people neglect to give themselves external stimuli with the mental aspect and growing your mental state and your mindset and spirituality. So look at it like this: you're never going to be able to solve a problem that you have in your life with the same thinking that you use to create it. So you have to shift your perspective to shift your results. Yeah, for sure. You talked a little bit about books and um, uh, like podcasts and audio stuff that people could listen to. What are some of the best books that you've read or listened to uh, so far? The, the absolute number one best audiobook that I've ever listened to, uh, which I'll recommend to every single one of you guys, is Your Wish Is Your Command. It's by Kevin Trudeau. Trudeau or Trudeau? And I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. Trudeau. Trudeau. Okay, Kevin Trudeau. And that one itself breaks down the law of attraction, which the law of attraction is the most senior law to every other law out there, right? It's more senior to even the law of gravity. And this audiobook describes it and breaks it down on a quantum physics level. So it's not just one of those mumbo jumbo, you know, hippie spirituality things of, oh, you can have and be and do whatever you want. There's an actual scientific formula to this method because, uh, and it talks about in there like Albert Edison or Albert Einstein and Thomas Edison discuss how the brain works, how it transmits and receives frequencies and discusses the law of attraction. And 
I would highly recommend two business of the 21st century. So there's a quote I always live by and it goes like this In a times of change, it will be the learners to inherit the future of success while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped for a role that no longer exists. And the book business of the 21st century explains a lot of the shifts that are happening in, in uh, today's world and essentially all the things that you can start up or do to adapt to today's world. And that's, that's why Robert Key is talking about. Yes. Uh, before we go any further, I hope you guys have a paper and pen out because yeah. Max is dropping a lot of value on all of you and us right now. So I hope you guys are taking notes. Um, one question I have for you is I've noticed um, since starting entrepreneurship, a lot of the uh, six, seven, eight figure mentors that we have, they talk a lot about a paradigm shift. So um, my question is what in your, what in your opinion is a, a paradigm shift and when do you believe you had one? So in my opinion, what a paradigm shift is, is when, when something happens to you on a, an external stimuli basis, that just makes you say, screw it, I'm gonna change right now. And you finally have that moment where you stop waiting. So many people say, I'm gonna do it in an hour, I'm gonna do it tomorrow, I'm gonna do it next week, and then they never actually do it, right? A lot of people, like success isn't a secret. Success is literally everywhere. It's on YouTube, it's on Google, it's in books, it's in other people. A lot of people, let's just put it like this, closed mouths don't get fed, right? But when the paradigm shift occurs, you'll know. It's gonna be different for everyone. No one's gonna wake up one day and be like, I'm gonna have my paradigm shift today. <laughs> it just, it does not happen like that. Something will happen to you or something will finally switch. It could be something that happens that's really good. It could be something that happens that's really bad. But if something bad really happens and you hit rock bottom, well, congratulations. That's the lowest that you'll ever go. So now you only have good to look forward to now. Right? That's, so true. that's that's so true. With every to every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction, as one of these brilliant scientists once said. Forgot the name of him. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> and it just all falls down to the paradigm shift. For my, for me. It occurred in August of 2017 when I went to my first international convention for a prior company that I was with. You know, I realized a lot of things when I was at that convention and a lot of it was due to the law of attraction, right? A lot of the frequencies they were sending off was, you know, I was receiving that and seeing all these other people that were my age, you know, from any other country that was out there. You know, we had over pe people from over a hundred countries at this one convention. And what I slowly started realizing is a lot of these people are having a ton of success with not even 10% of the resources that I had available to me. So that made me realize that it was not a how-to, but it was a why, right? You have to have a strong ass why to have any success in entrepreneurship whatsoever, right? Because where focus goes, energy flows. Because you're, you're gonna give up on yourself more easily than you will somebody else. So that was one of the biggest things too that allowed me to have my paradigm shift. At that convention in Vegas, I not realized what I wanted to do with my, do, I realized what I wanted to do with my life, but I also realized who I wanted to do it with. That was my paradigm shift. That, uh, that's, awesome. that's awesome. That actually perfectly leads into my next question. Uh, we know that <clears throat> some of you might not know, uh, but usually the entrepreneurship journey is, is uh, not all, you know, flowers and rainbows. There's a lot of ups and downs that come with it. Um, and <clears throat> in these times of struggles, when uh, you're doing an entrepreneurship journey, you have to always remember um, what, you know, what, what keeps you going and what motivates you and your why, like Max was just talking about. So Max, my question to you is uh, what motivates you the most every day and what keeps you pushing? What gets you out of bed? So what, what, what motivates me the most is, you know, 
being able to bring fulfillment to other people, right? So it stems down to this one thing right here. Every single person that you know can always become a better version of themselves. Like I was saying before, there's no cap, there's no limit, and there's no lid onto what you want to do with your life, who you can become. And it all stems down to this one thing right here as an entrepreneur, right? I believe that the amount of success that somebody can have in this industry is just a direct reflection and correlation of the value that they can bring to other people. So when it comes down to it, what motivates me is helping other people motivate themselves, motivate their teams, showing them how to have success, right? Because you look, you look all around the world at all these, you know, let's just take a couple celebrities, for example, and all these rich celebrities, tons of success, tons of money, but a lot of them commit suicide, right? And the reason they commit suicide is because of the unfulfillment that they had. They had tons of money, tons of wealth, cars, you know, women. It doesn't matter what it is. If you don't have that fulfillment, you're not going to have success still because my true definition of success is uh, just happiness, right? And where does happiness stem down from? Happiness stems from freedom. And where does freedom stem down from? From having time. And how do you get time? You find a way to let your money work for you or you build a residual income factor of money, right? So, and a lot of people too think, just kind of side topic real quick, that money is the root of all evil. That's not the case. It's the intentions behind what people do with the money that's the root of all evil. Yeah, they say it just makes you more into the person you truly are. It exposes you. It does. Money will expose the type of person that you are. Yeah, you look at a lot of successful people, they, uh, nothing changed but the bank account. You know? yeah. They, obviously, they developed themselves along the way, but they, they didn't become some different, totally different person. They still have the same core values as when they started. Right, for sure. Um, okay. What have you struggled with most in your first year of entrepreneurship? Belief. Yeah. Well, Belief. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, any entrepreneur out there that has even had just a little ounce or taste of success yet, they will always tell you that, yeah, I believe I can do it. But the biggest thing is like, do, do they really believe? Do you actually believe with unwavering belief that you will do it? And that's what it falls down to. I always, when I first started in the industry, you know, like my first year, like I was always like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I believe in myself. But reality was I was just lying, not just to other people, but myself when I said that, right? Like I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't have that unwavering belief that it was going to happen. So like right now, like I always say, and I even have it on my mirror in my bathroom at my house, I have a $1 bill that I've added six extra zeros to that show $1 million because I'm manifesting it into my life, right? I'm already a millionaire. Time just hasn't caught up yet. And that's the same with every other person in this room right now. But belief, right? It's what the mind can conceive, the body can achieve, and where focus goes, energy will flow. So, you know, the belief factor that is the number one key to success. You have to believe in yourself more than anyone believes in you. But you also have to believe in other people more than they believe in themselves. Oh, that's so true. Um, we all know that you started up you know, a huge team down here in Spokane and even in Coeur d'Alene and just this area in general. Um, so I wanted to ask a little bit about your journey into becoming a leader and just the steps on leadership and how you know leadership is obviously very important, but it does take a lot to, you know, understand those skills and develop them because it, you know, it takes a lot to lead a group of people. So like how, how have you become a leader? And it's, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's honestly super simple, right? How I've been able to become a leader is by generating other leaders. So I look at it like this in an aspect, right? Let's say I'm a millionaire right now and nobody else is in my team. 
that's not success to me. And that still means you're broke. So when it comes down to being a leader, it's making sure that everybody eats. Okay. Now what I mean by that, it's just a little saying everybody eats saying that everybody has success. So becoming a leader is taking all the things that you know, and being able to pass that and duplicate that to whoever you're working with to empower them as well. But the number one aspect of being a leader is that all the information that you know, you have to be able to provide that to your team, but also grow on a day to day basis. I caught myself, it was a couple months ago, I was stagnant in my business and nothing was flowing. And you know, we were just very consolidated where we were at. And I ended up being with one of my mentors, John Guaman over in Arizona at this penthouse. He pulls out his phone and FaceTimes the executive vice president of our company, Alex Morton, and ends up telling him, Hey, you know, I've elevated a lot. And I want you to take me to the next level. And this guy is 20, he was 21 at the time, 22 now, making already six, almost seven figures. And here I am, you know, not even close to that at that point. And I realized, you know what, this guy has a mentor. I really don't. I looked at my mentor, Matthew Cruz, a little bit more as a friend than I did a mentor. And then I had that paradigm shift when I saw that. So I increased my teachability index and my willingness to change, right? I, that's why I always say too, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. So number one, have a high teachability index, always be a learner. That way you can provide more value to your team and how to become a leader is generate other leaders. Write this down guys. Don't focus on becoming a king. Focus on becoming a king maker, king or queen maker. I like that. Facts. <laughs> Facts. All right. Um, you talked about that Eric Hoffer quote. Uh, I actually mentioned that quote in our last podcast. I love that quote um, about how the world is changing, right? So we've come to see that social media is huge in terms of building your business now for as far as advertising, promoting whatever, whatever brand you're going. So what, what is your opinion on social media? Uh, my, my, so my personal opinion on social media is it's going to be the next billboard for the world. You look, look at it from this aspect, right? When you put up a billboard, you cannot program the geolocation of it. You cannot program the demographics that you want to reach. It's just whomever it drives by it. Right. So that advertisement essentially isn't generating a funnel for you. Whereas social media, you can generate a funnel instead. So, you know, current advertisements for like billboards and everything, think of it as like you're running with a loaf of bread to a bird. It's going to run away. Right. But at social media, look at social media like this, you're laying out breadcrumbs and allowing the bird to come to you. So you're attracting people to your business rather than chasing people into your business. Social media as well, you have a way higher outreach. It's online, which means it can be done from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection. But it also stems down to, to your intentions, you know? I mean, are we being productive on social media and utilizing what we need to? Or are we just looking at cat memes and just silly memes all the time, right? So it all falls down to your intentions behind it. It's the same thing with money, right? Money's not the root of all evil. It's the intention behind the money. Same thing with social media. You can use it as a tool to grow your business and have success, or you can utilize it as a distraction. The choice is yours. True. Very, very true. All right. <clears throat> to finish it up here, I'm going to ask you the last question on the podcast. And this not only goes to, in my opinion, for business and entrepreneurship, but just also in life in general. And that is, um, how do you usually deal with negativity towards you or your business? Kill them with blindness. <laughs> that's it you're always going to have negative people the only difference that the only difference between people that have had success and are still reaching for that amount of success is just they've had to deal with more bs and more negativity from friends family and everybody you know a lot of times like for me especially like i had a lot of negativity from my friends and my family and i, I still do right a lot of people think the scrutiny that you get 
as an entrepreneur would lessen as you have more success, but the reality is it's completely flip-flop and you're going to get more of that scrutiny, but you have to learn how to just develop a thick rhino skin and know your vision, know where you're going to go and don't let anything or anyone stop you in this world from getting there, right? And that's what I always say, you know, your, your inner circle is everything. Your law, the law of attraction is literally everything. I always say elevation requires separation. In my business to this day, I literally only have one friend that I need before getting involved in business that is actually in business with me. So you will make a lot more money and have a lot more success with strangers than you will your best freaking friends and your family. And the reason for this, why you're gonna get a lot more support from strangers than your friends and family is because the harsh reality is, and just being very self-aware of it, is that your friends and family have came from the same place as you, but they choose to still stay stuck there. There we go. Thank you so much, dude. Max, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. That's all the time we have right now, but I hope you guys got as much value as we did from that. That was absolutely incredible. This guy's like a walking quote book. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Happy to be on here. But uh, yeah, um, like I said, we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback, go ahead and leave it in the comments. If you have anything uh, you want us to discuss for the uh, later podcast, go ahead and drop that below as well. And we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Thank Love you. you. Peace.